Go home. Go home. Go home. And welcome to episode 76 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abishakra. Brian! Yo, what up? How you doing today? I'm good. God damn right. Today, guys, today is a different kind of episode. Here's what we're doing. One, I hit local recording, so that way there is a video version this week at youtube.com slash Eric Bedore. Bang. Two, twitch.tv slash Eric Bedore. Live. Ah! In effect. What? What? Uh, three, it's hot as fuck. Four, I'm trying to drink a lot of water. I got like the stress headache that just won't go away. That's number four. I guess that's not new. So we got to have a new number four. New number four. New no, no. New number four. Brian shaved his head. What? Brian, did you shave your head? Nope. Oh. Uh. No, I didn't. Shit, I only had four things. I thought that was the fourth thing. Four means death in China. Oh, four. We're all dead. And you know what? We are left four dead. Left five dead. Oh! Number number five, guys. Number five. Brian's got all the brand new pro wrestling scoops. I do. Before we got started, we let everyone know. Yep. We let everyone know that this was going to be a big time wrestling spoiler cast because Brian is going to spoil all kinds of events coming up. Absolutely. Uh, This way... This way, you can tell all your friends. You don't have to be along for the ride anymore. No. That's the thing. You don't have to watch wrestling to enjoy it. Uh -uh. You can just go like, I know what happens next. Yeah. I'm on the inside because Brian knows. It's like when you were a kid and uh, you would read ahead in Dragon Ball Z spoilers. And you'd be like, hey, I don't even need to watch anymore. You don't have, but you did. But then you'd sit there and go, "Mm, Mm -mm. I know what happens. I know what happens to Cell. Hey, you think Nail is is a thing? Oh, you think? You haha! You thought. You thought. You fucking thought. You dumb you, motherfucker. You dumb son of a bitch, Brian. Yes, right now, just to whet everyone's appetite, mm-hmm. give us one insider pro wrestling scoop. Oh, you know a uh, wrestler named Austin Aries. Yeah, I know. I know of Austin Aries. Yeah. Do you, do you guys know about? Go ahead. Are you aware of him? Because. I heard he might be getting an audition. You might be. He might be getting an audition for what, Brian? Oh, in developmental. In developmental. Oh, oh guys, shit. You, that's only a taste. A taste of what Brian's going to drop on you tonight. Throughout the show, randomly, he's just going to stop everything and he's going to go, guys. Pro wrestling scoop that he just heard. Yep, that's coming through the wire. That I know. He's wearing in his ear. That's what the bandana's connected uh-huh. to an earpiece. Yep, it's to hide the earpiece so we look professional on camera. Um, so there you go. That's the first scoop. Spread that around. Put that. Put that on, uh, on your Twitter. Yeah. Put that little ticky tap type machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, go go back. Click clock on your click. Yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and call up Observer Radio. Call up Observer. Call Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer and say, Hey guys. Listen up, Brian and Vinny. I got a fucking scoop for you guys. You hear about Austin Aries? And they'll go, ooh, what's your source? And you'll say, ooh, I can't say. Brian. Never reveal your sources. Here's the thing, though. Uh-huh. Here's what Brian, the one thing that Brian doesn't know. Yeah. Do they still make scoops? Do they? Have Do you guys they? had scoops? Have you guys had scoops? Because they made me sick once. <laughs> Did they really? Shouts out to our sponsor, Scoops. Why are, you make, scoops? why are you making Brian sick? What the fuck is that? Yeah, Mars Company. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? You know what? I'm willing to take restitution any form of free candy. Wow, that's bold coming from a man who was sick from the candy. Uh, yeah, well, I like candy. And I don't respect myself. <laughs> and there you go. And that's And that's something different, number six. We did it. Bing, bang, boom. Guys, we fucking did it. <laughs> Episode 76, Scoops with a Z. Yep. Bang. Uh, Brian, how's your week been? It's been good. How's your wrestling week been? Oh, uh, tame compared to last week. Why, what do you mean? No one well, got fired. There weren't any fired. Nazis. Uh, there were no Nazis. Well, Nobody did, was uh, uh, arrested on murder charges. From like 30 years ago? And, uh, hey, surprisingly, nobody got popped for steroids. Wow. So, yeah. See, I thought it was going to be some 90, 1995 shit, but... Nope. 
2015. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, if you ask me. Yeah. Let's get some steroids. Come on, guys. Get yeah. bigger. Everyone needs to get bigger. Everyone. Everyone just fucking... You don't even have to do... Just do steroids. Yeah. You Come on. Just like... Look, guys, listen. Here's the thing. And mm. I don't want to put anyone out. And I don't want to tell anyone what they don't want to hear. And I don't want to say things, you know, anything that's going to get anyone in trouble. But, you know, when you think of a pro wrestler, mm. can't think of a, like, a skinny little scrawny guy. No. 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 You think of a big old... Yeah. Oh, big old fucking buff dude. So let's get that needle, put it in your butt, pop it right in your butt. Right on the butt. Just boop. In the buttocks. Yep, just boop. And then hit inject, and mm. let's get fucking... Let's go oh, lift. Let's get fucking, yeah. Let's just get big. Let's yeah. just get fucking yoked, man. Fucking God, games, man. Let's just get games. like a... Let's get like aggressive mm-hmm. for like no reason. No. Let's like... Have like, yeah, just mood swings and just fucking, but at the same time, Mm. you're fucking, oh, you're you're just jacked. Oh, you're jacked. You look good. Yep. But you feel like death. Yep. Hell yeah. So thank you to our sponsor, Needles. We're just trying to promote any kind of needle use. Hashtag HGH. Yeah. Try it out. Give it a shot. Yep. Literally. (laughs) There you go. Steroids. (laughs) Steroids. Hashtag give it a shot. That's what we're here for. And that's an inside scoop. <laughs> and that's an inside scoop. Hey, will you hand me that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give our shout-out to our friend Harris over at Sanshi, who got me a record when he was in uh, Glorious Nippon in Japan. That's what we call it, obviously. Um, pro Wrestling Super Fight Themes. Look at that. This is an actual vinyl record. Of, like, 1970s or 19... This is from 1979. Damn. 2,300 yen. How about that? How much is that? $23. Oh. I don't know if the cur- the currency was probably much different back then. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of different themes on the back. Can't really read many of them because they are in Japanese. So here you go. And then here's side two. But it's got all sorts of pictures and all sorts of cool shit. Really fucking cool record. Uh, he said that, uh, he said he saw this record in a record store, and he knew exactly who it belonged to, and he bought it for me, and, uh, very nice of him to, uh, get that. There's cool, uh, cool song names, Ali Bombaye, Dragon Suplex, One of These Days, Spinning Toehold, nice. Blue-Eyed Soul, huh. Asura, Champion, Chinese Kung Fu, Kung spelled C-U-N-G, What? Sky High, Skydiver, oh. gonna fly now. Oh. But also, song number two on the backside, uh-huh. I, it's just written in Japanese. Like, there's no. Damn. Don't know. Uh, but this is by JJ Stanley and his band, John J. Stanley. Um, so thank you, John J. John Jacob, Jingleheimer Schmidt. And his band. And his band. Pro Wrestling Super Fighters Themes. Very cool record that, uh, I don't know. It's, it's in pristine condition. I listened to it the other day. It's very, like, disco-inspired. Like, it sounds like some New Japan music. Oh, that's awesome. It definitely sounds like some pro-wrestling Noah, like, 70s walkout music. Oh, that's awesome. Very, very cool. There you have it. You think those guys did steroids? (laughs) No. Uh Uh-uh. Maybe. In the 70s? Could be. I'm reaching out, trying to give you guys a steroid shot. Here you go. Boop. Now you're going to get buff playing Street Fighter. Yep. Or whatever you do with your steroids. Enjoy it. How come they don't have steroids in pill form? I'm sure they do. Well, I'm sure they probably do, but, like, not actual, like... Injection steroids is, like, different from, like, an oral steroid, like, when you're sick. Because, like, if your immune system's fucked up, you have to take a steroid sometimes to, like, Mm. get everything, like, back on track. But, like, that's not the kind of steroid that makes you, like, Hulk Hogan buff. Mm -hmm. Like, like Hogan in, in, like, 89, like, big. He was on steroids? I, who can say? I can. Or maybe you can with a pro wrestling scoop. <laughs> uh, Brian, what, what else has been up to uh, for your week doing? Uh, I have another pro wrestling scoop. Oh fuck! Stop! Stop! Everyone, shut the fuck up! Hey, uh, Michael, it, sitting at your desk right now. There's one guy There's probably one listening guy. to this probably, and he just went, oh, "Shut the fuck up!" Listen, Brian. Yes. Whenever you're ready, pro wrestling scoop. Go ahead. Drew Galloway, considering shaving his beard. Wow. That's, guys, 
You heard it here first. That's a breaking news scoop. That's a, that's breaking news scoops with a Z. Zoro type shit. Brian's on the inside. He's he's looking in. He can see through you. See your true colors. Boom. Guys, you don't you didn't even expect scoops like this tonight. Never. This is the kind of shit we just drop we just sprinkle it on you. We drop it on you. We don't care. We don't care. No. We'll do it. We're we'll we'll expose the business. We'll tell you. We'll expose the business. Yeah. What do you want exposed? We'll tell you hey, Brock Lesnar. Is this a new scoop right now? Brian, is this a new scoop? In it for the money. Whoa! We're exposing the goddamn business right now. What do you think? Do you, what? Know, do you know anything about Mark Merrow? Brian, you're going to give us a pro wrestling scoop about Mark Merrow right now? Mark Merrow? What? Just had another kid. Ah! Guys, these pro wrestling scoops you are not going to hear anywhere else. You can listen to the, the Fight Network and check out Law. You can, you can listen to Observer Radio. Check out Melts. You can check out Alvarez. You can do whatever you want, but you know there's only one authority on beards and babies and possible returns. Brian is the man with scoops with a Z. Razor Ramon style. Cut you up. Guys, you didn't even... You weren't not expecting scoops. Brian. Yeah. I know that you have so many scoops. Right. But what do you think about the new Metal Gear? I think it's one of the best games I've ever played. (laughs) Like, honestly. We we have not had a lot of time to play. Uh Uh-uh. Just here and there. Uh, I know that we had Labor Dave weekend. Labor Dave. Shouts out Labor Dave. Yep, um, X was really fun. Yep. Yeah, we just haven't had time mm-hmm. to like hang out and do anything. So here and there, pick up and play for a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and you get to 4% and you go, oh, wow, this is a lot bigger than I thought. I played for 16 hours, so 4%. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's a pretty cool game. Oh, it, it is. it is the game you wanted as a child. Brian is like... The one of the biggest Metal Gear fans that I know. I've watched him play more Metal Gear than any other person or any other game. Um, how do you think it compares? Where do you think it sits in the series? It's the best game in the series. Wow, Abs- absolutely bold statement. I, I mean, I've only played sixteen hours of it, uh-huh. and I can't see how it's not going to be the best game of the series moving from this point on. Now, do you feel like the other games are more story driven? Because you have a lot, you know, Snake talks more, and you have, like, more of these cutscenes and things like that, or do you think that this game has its own style of storytelling where it does its own kind of thing well? I think it does its own kind of thing well. It's a Western. Uh Uh-huh. Whether or not it means to be, which it absolutely has to mean to be a Western, it is a Western. It is a, like, outlaw gunslinging, like, redemption and revenge story. You, Uh You watch the... The downfall of a great cowboy, and then he has to rise back to the top. And it's it, out, out of all the other games, it puts you the most in the game. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, it, being that you, your decisions absolutely factor into what happens in that in in the story. Like, yeah, it's no Mass Effect kind of like, oh, you make this decision, so now this person's mad at you. But you're the like, okay, you get this resource. How are you going to use it? You have this mission. How are you going to tackle it? You, you, nobody is going like. We all have played video games where it, you get to an area and it goes, oh, okay, and then it's a cutscene of where you have to go. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's just like, oh, camera's here. This is the first thing you do, and now the camera goes up here. This is the second thing, so on and so forth. This game, hey, here's where you have to go. Okay, well, how do I do it? Pick, choose. Hey, uh, have a have a car on fire driving towards the base. They're gonna go attack it, but if they don't see you, you can fucking go in there. Mm-hmm. Oh it, wow, I never even thought about you that. You can you the way, the, and this is how I know like I'm gonna really enjoy this game as it goes along because you can do that in the game, and they're gonna go follow that car that you have running in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's a game that leaves it up to you, and I'm so excited to just be able to make all the decisions mm-hmm. on, in that game. It's going to be so much fun. And, and I don't know how long it's going to take for me to beat that game. I think it's going to be a little while. It's going to be a long time. Uh, I like that this... I feel like this game, again, at the very, very beginning, 
uh, I feel like you get out of the prologue and you start the actual game, it doesn't hold your hand in a way where it's like, here's what you have to do, go do this thing now. Yep. It What it does is that it shows you that you're going to fuck up, and hey, it's all right. Mm-hmm. You, this is going to be tough. It's okay to fuck up. Oh, but I want to be all sneaky. Hey, you can be sneaky. You also don't have to be. Yeah. Oh, you want to play this like a third-person shooter? Go for it. There are consequences for that. Mm-hmm. But you can be sneaky if you want, or you can go charge the base, or you can take out all the communications, or you can, like, interrogate guys and pick them up one by one, or you can just kill everybody. Mm-hmm. You can play the game any way you want, and it I feel like it tells you, it, it kind of shows you from the beginning, like, there are consequences to your actions, play it however you want, but understand what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. Here are all the missions. Go. Yep. And and I think it does a really good job of, of doing... A lot of very cool stuff. Yeah. It's very, very fun. Um, it super open. Yeah. Super big. Uh, I feel badass playing it, but I, I also get frustrated playing it. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's a frustrating game, but I think that that's. I think that it's okay because it's rewarding too. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's very cool. Um, how do you think? Like, should ever like if they if people haven't played other Metal Gear games. Should they play the other Metal Gear games before playing this, or do you think, like, hey, you know what, play this one, then if you want to go and play the other ones, play the other ones? I think Kojima has always done a very good job of making every single game in the series accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all self-contained, mm-hmm. but if you want to, you can dig in deep. You think 2 is self-contained? Yeah, that was the first game I played. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. 2 doesn't make any sense until 3. Well, that's, I mean... You can't <laughs> you can't judge it on that. It doesn't make any sense till four. That's true. It, it really doesn't. It or honestly, even in a little way, uh, Revengeance. Yeah, because it it just pans out in it. Yep. Um But no, I mean, two was the first game I played, and it totally made sense in the confines of. Oh, sure, you might have wanted to be Snake, but mm-hmm. you're Raiden. Yeah, and then that whole story of Raiden, the the struggle of soldier versus whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, duty and honor versus like. You know what's right and what isn't. Yeah, is is a very very universal concept, mm-hmm. and I think that is really uh, you know transparent in that game. And then you know questioning what you do in video games, which you didn't realize until you played yep. three and four what, that that it was doing that. Absolutely translates to Metal Gear Solid Phantom mm-hmm. Pain. Um, I think it was really cool that they released Ground Zeroes first, uh-huh. because it it was like... Oh, it whet your appetite for, hey, this is going to be the new way you play these games. Exactly. And and it was how smart of them to do that so that when the big game came out, mm-hmm. you didn't go, what the hell is this? Yep. Because you would have gotten a lot of that if people didn't have Ground Zeroes. I think that's absolutely true. Let, let that be the dump game that people go, what the fuck? Yep. And then, like, a year later, they go, oh, Ground Zeroes was cool, because yep. that's what I did. I didn't... I didn't shit on it, but now I'm looking back at it going, it was a cool game because I knew what to expect. Yep. Okay, so Jay Emerton in the in the chat on our Twitch right now mm-hmm. says, I'm so goddamn bad at Metal Gear games. Hey, dude, me fucking too. I can't play any of them. Uh-huh. I've never beat a Metal Gear game. I've owned them. I've never beat them. I'm awful. I'm awful. The only reason I've seen them is because I've watched Brian play them all the way through without killing people. Like... I'm so bad at those games. This game is different. Mm-hmm. Please, 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 please check it out. If you have never played a Metal Gear game before, or if you're really bad at the other Metal Gear games, this game is different. Absolutely different. This this game, you can play like a third-person shooter if you want to. You can be sneaky espion- espionage snake, whatever. It's hard. It's frustrating. It's a rewarding game. It reminds me of Red Dead Redemption. Hmm riding your horse around town and then going to take everyone out at, like, these villages and everything. Yeah. But, dude, like, please check out this game. It's a lot of fun. It makes me want to be stealthy and sneaky because I know I'm supposed to, but there are times where I just get in over my head and it's like, yeah, hey, I gotta throw a magazine over here and then just mortar fire, like, these seven dudes because I'm kind of, like, over it. Huh. It's, It's very interesting. The, and it's and it's funny to watch and it's very funny to watch Brian play because he's played them all and it's like Brian's like yeah I don't use guns but you're making it so hard for yourself yeah 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 
okay. it's more fun. It's it's crazy. I I love those games. I love trying to not use any gun at all. Yep. I've beaten every game in the series without killing yep. somebody. I've I've watched Brian beat the games without killing anyone. It's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy to have watched that happen. You think that people are good at video games, and then you see someone be stellar at something, and you go, oh, I haven't, oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, watching Dominic play games yeah. is really fun. Mm-hmm. If you guys aren't subscribed to his Twitch channel, oh, please. please please subscribe. He's a blast to watch, because he's very, very good at games. Twitch.tv slash Y2K... Y2K based? Or Coffin Feeder? I feel like it's Y2K based. I, I don't remember. Yeah. If, if somebody has his Twitch, put it in the, the Twitch chat and whatever. It's He's very, very good. He's a lot of fun to watch because he's really good. And that's how Brian plays these games. He's a lot of fun for me to watch because he's just great. Oh, was Brian the one who knocked the dude off the cliff and got one death? Yeah, that was Metal Gear 2. Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, I'll never fucking forget it. <laughs> he just, what happened? Did you run into him and he fell off, or you shot him and he fell off? I hit him with the stun blade, yeah. and he fell off. So funny. So funny. That's okay, I went back later and I beat it without killing There you go. He's he's done it. Like so. five years. I, I Metal Gear Solid 2 is probably the game I played the most until Metal Gear 3 came out, mm-hmm. and then I must have beaten that game like ten times. Crazy. Crazy. I, I, like, it came out, and I would just play it at Eric's house over and yep. over and yep. over. Yep. Yep. Hey, Brian. Yeah. This is a pro wrestling podcast, mm-hmm. so I assume we should talk about wrestling. We should. Um, briefly, before we get into NXT and PW, or PWG and, and Raw, yeah. PWG, night one and night, as of this recording. Yeah. Uh, today. Today. To, to, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Um, Night one, night two, and I assume at, when this goes up on Wednesday. Today. Today. Uh, they will have night three. Uh, as their preview up on youtube.com slash pwg or pro wrestling girl i think uh please 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 watch these because holy fucking shit holy fucking shit these are so good they they are the best promotion i showed a guy who's sort of this guy that i work with is sort of into wrestling he kind of was before and i talked to him about it and he's like he's like i watch raw sometimes now he watched it last night oh that's cool and he went it wasn't very good last no. night, and I went, nope, it was very flat. Last we'll get to bad. it. Um, but he's like, you know, he tells me, he's like, you know what, I kind of didn't like Roman Reigns, I like him now. I like the Wyatts, though, they're cool, and like all this stuff. You know, he has, he has his opinions about this stuff, and we get to talk about wrestling, and it's fun. That's and cool. um, I showed him the Young Bucks, and he's ah. like, these guys are hilarious, they do suck it, and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah. So I sent him the preview of night one, where I think Matt, I think Matt, Jackson yeah. takes a, a shoulder tackle, and as he's on the ground, on the shoulder tackle, he just thrusts his hips up, hips up and goes, suck it! He, in the office, we have this big open office, he laughs so fucking hard. He's like, that's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. That's awesome. These guys rule! And they do. They so do. go check out Night 1 and Night 2. Um, I think I gotta get those DVDs, because oh. that looks like some stellar fucking wrestling. Uh, I mean, th- we have to do, like, a, like a three-part series on this show. I'm really like, excited. Yep. Because, holy shit, the, yep. the things that they put out so far, I, like, to not force you guys to have to watch it by us talking about it would yep. be a crime to wrestling. Yep. Uh, PWG is the shit right now. I definitely have to get these DVDs. I mean... Absolutely. Damn. Damn, damn, Absolutely. damn, damn, damn. Absolutely. Uh, Biotic God said, Being in the crowd for the Guerrilla Warfare match, I didn't get to see a lot of... Uh, but watching the preview made me pre-order the DVD. Hell nice. yeah. Um, also, Best Friends put out a trailer, which oh, is yeah. which is uh, Trent and Chuck Taylor, and it has uh, Asuka, Rocky Romero. And, and it's very funny, because it's just Chuck Taylor being mad at Rocky Romero for taking Trent away. Oh, it's very Trent? good. Trent? Uh, so, very cool. You guys need to check out PWG, uh, because if you're not, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, Chikara, uh, here we go. Somebody said, I went to Chikara King of Trios this weekend, and the Young Bucks absolutely killed it. There was all, uh, killed it there when AJ Styles did amazing comedy spots. It, yeah. It was wild. I saw oh, some gifts from it today. If we have some time, there's actually an email review that somebody sent Ooh. us in, so hopefully we'll get to that. Damn. But in order to get to that... Damn, Gina. Damn, Gina. Martin. Uh... We have to get to NXT. Let's do it. Uh, Ascension versus Corbin and Rhino. The Ascension had to come out and be so happy to be there. 
and and go and then go backstage and go, please never make us go to Raw again. This is the only place that anyone gives a shit about this tag team. And I don't the, understand why. The this is the only place that anyone gives a shit about this tag team so much that when they had a match on Raw, their opponents were teased as coming up next, it's Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Not it's Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose versus the Ascension. The Ascension got the jobber entrance, took the jobber finish. That was it. They must have felt like kings coming back to full sale. It must have been great. I feel so bad for them, but at the same time, they aren't doing anything. Yep. Man, they really just seem like they missed it. Also, yeah. they joined with Stardust on SmackDown, and then no mention of it on Raw. No, because which is SmackDown annoying. is a fucking black hole. Yep. If you watch SmackDown, you don't have to. You're literally not missing anything. There might be some good wrestling on it. You're not. It, I feel like per capita, the amount of good wrestling that you get versus the amount of black hole bullshit that happens there, you're, it's not worth it. The the time trade off isn't there because there's no weight to any of these matches. It's just things happen in a vacuum on SmackDown. Yeah, and it's like really sad. It the, is. I don't know what's going to happen to these shows because, man, they fucked themselves putting Raw on Monday and SmackDown on Thursday with football season starting. Their their ratings are already low. Oh, God. Their ratings are super low right now. Of course. Monday night football starts. Thursday night football starts. I, I don't know what happens next. Yeah, why would they put it on Thursday? I'm really kind of... I'm cautious and, like, kind of apprehensive about what's going to be happening. Because football starts, and their ratings already go down anyway. Yeah. Their ratings have already been pretty low. Dude. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Hopefully we'll have another John Cena halftime promo. Dude, that was the worst. At halftime. So bad. Halftime. Oh, my God. I'm going to kick your ass at halftime. That just means don't watch the rest of the show. None of this matters. There you go. Misery. <laughs> Nick V in the chat says, ready for four months of shitty Raw? Do you mean the last four months? Waka waka. No, mm-hmm. we're not going to be negative. We're going to be positive. Pausing. Uh, we don't even have Lucha Underground to like <laughs> It's going to be, this is going to be rough. Uh, I don't get, I still don't get the yaw thing that the Ascension. That was a thing I think yep. that just happened in NXT and they do it yep. when they're there. Yep. There's a hot tag to Connor. Uh, Fall a man gets stopped, and then they, uh, eats a gore, and that's the end of the match. Uh, that's it. That's it. Any I mean, notes? No. Any notes from that? What I mean, just uh, like they suck no matter what. <laughs> that's that's the only note yep. I wrote. Yep. Uh, whatever. Neville and Solomon Crow having a promo backstage. They cut a chroma. Neville says that he's glad to be here and he's glad to team up with Crow. And then Crow cuts a weird promo like a crazy person. And then Neville just stares at him, which made me laugh. And then Neville went, boy, he sure is crazy. What a wacky dude. Wacky, wacky, whoa. Hey, hey, waka, waka. Look out, wacky crow. Deflating the entire thing. Yep. Basically, it was just a piece of shit. (laughs) I mean, it was just, like, what a weird combination of people. Yep. Why would I want to see them succeed? Yep. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Brian, don't worry. They don't. I know. I was so happy. Alexa Bliss versus Blue Pants. This is just a squash. I mean, it's a longer squash. Mm-hmm. Blue Pants gets a, a little bit of offense here and there. Right. But really, it's just a squash. Uh, Blue Pants has like just a little shine and then eats a sparkle splash at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with that. I really have no problem with Bliss just going over big because it just shows that Oh, hey, the like the vaude villains found a temporary solution for a longer term problem. Yeah, that's it. That's and, a good point. and I thought and I thought that was totally fine. Mm-hmm. I don't need blue pants around every week. And if she does, if she is around, change her song, please, because man, it didn't work in that arena. It, it when like it's fine at full sale because it's quiet and small. Mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't have any oomph. But man, it does. It did not work in Brooklyn. It was so quiet and it was like all right, okay. You Thanks. either need to go all the way with it mm-hmm. and have that be it mm-hmm. and her just live the gimmick and never change out of blue pants until, like, way, way, way later. Uh-huh. Or 100% next week, it changes. 
I think she's going to be gone for a little while. I don't think we're going to see. I don't think we're going to be seeing much of Blue Pants for a little. No, bit. I think I think this was her graceful exit. Yeah, uh, hopefully she, she got a shirt made for some reason, and then now she's gone. Well, just to sell, I guess. Yeah. Backstage, Regal is talking to Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, which he is called Tommaso Ch- uh, Champina or something. Ch- Champia. Oh, Champia. That's right. That's you funny. got the cha part. He, he really, Brian pointed this out, he went, he really tried hard to say it right. He tried so hard. He knew, like, you could see him go, like, Tommaso Ciampia. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Gargano and, and Ciampa are not the same height, but are for some reason the same height here. Mm, I wonder if Gargano's standing on a box. I wonder if Gargano felt bad standing on a box. <laughs> I also think they made Ciampa crouch down a little bit. He's Maybe. not he's not the biggest dude in the world. But he's got to be yeah. as tall as Regal. Yeah, this is also the least scary I think I've ever seen Tommaso Ciampa, which is saying something because he was still fucking terrifying. Oh my God. He looked nuts. Yeah. With just his eyes. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. So Regal talks about how these are the hottest free agents. Thanks. Thanks. You guys are in the... You guys are going to be in this tournament. And Breeze comes in. He says he wants in the tournament. So now it's going to be Breeze and Bull Dempsey against Gargano and Ciampa next week. Man, that's going to be cool. I, yeah, I assume Ciampa and Gargano just are eliminated first week. They're, they're just brought in to, to go under. I guess so. They are... They're better-looking enhancement talent. I don't know. So that's what I... I we'll, see. we'll see. I hope I hope they don't, and I hope that Bull Dempsey and Tyler Breeze maybe have like a little program. I don't... That would make the most sense to me. I don't Because know. I don't think you need to elevate either of these two guys in a tag team championship tournament, uh-huh. but rather have a foundation for a feud between the two. Yeah. Granted, I don't see what you do next with Ciampa and Gargano outside of this tournament, because I don't... Why have them be a tag team? I guess you can have them be a tag team, but... Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, I, I mean, the fact that they're even there and they're not signed agents, mm-hmm. that's cool. I love that there's this weird territory feel to yeah, it's, it's, NXT. It's interesting. Yeah. It, ma- it makes it feel like what I used to love about Raw yep. in the mid-90s, which was, who the fuck's going to be here this week? Yep. Oh, this guy. Oh, I remember this guy from WCW. Now yeah. Now he's here. Yep. Like, when, when William Regal uh, premiered, I remember his, his premiere in yeah. WWE. I'm like, wait, wasn't he in WCW? Yeah. I'm, it's, it's cool to see that. It's... It's just nice to see people from other places coming into this place that I watch weekly. So, yep. that's it. Um, there's an Emma post-match promo where she talks about how she's like the Divas Revolution and all this stuff. Um, she should just be happy to have the win that she was probably not supposed to have. Because, man, it, you were right. Seeing it again... I mean, I knew you were right at the time, <laughs> but seeing it again is so blatantly just a botch that yep. it is just... Fuck. There you go. Um... Apollo Crews versus Martin Stone. Uh, Apollo Crews is built from Stone Mountain, Georgia, which is where um, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts is built from as well. Oh, that's right. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Stone gets a little bit of offense here, but then Apollo Crews hits the grill press slam and the moonsault. That's his finish, and that's it. Uh, and any notes? I mean, really? Uh, I just, again, it's... Uh, it's Matches that see. don't matter that happen in a vacuum. Yep. It's great to see... Uh, Apollo Crews, and it's cool to see a wrestler who has both finesse and power. Yep. I'm I'm very excited. This guy looked... Everything about him looks like he's going to be a star if they let him. If, yeah. It, he just... He needs a feud. I get that you're introducing a character. This is only his second match. I'm not going to be down on it. Yeah. Like, he looks fun. Um, but I'm ready for feuds for yeah. people. I'm ready to have matches that matter again because yeah. I'm tired of living in, like, WCW Saturday Night territory with NXT. That's just... I agree. That's me. It, I mean, it's true, and you have to remember, though, that uh, Kevin Owens started off with two jobber feuds. That's, I mean, you just, it'll get there. It, it'll, things yeah. things will get there. It's ebbs and flows. That's it. It's going to be That's fun. Um, we get uh, Chad Gable and Jason Jordan. Uh, Chad Gable is uh, the king of NXT. I love it. He is the man. He has all the tools, except, the, I mean, the thing that they will always have is that Oh, he's not tall enough. He's not big enough. Fuck that. That guy, he is so goddamn impressive in the ring. He is so good on the mic. He is... He is the guy that I look forward to on NXT. Mm -hmm. Because in the ring, he's a blast. On the microphone, he's a blast. He is great. Pretty much anywhere you put him, awesome. Awesome. It's so much fun. Yep. Um, He is ready, willing, and Gable. Say my name. 
It's so funny. So fucking funny. He is such a corny goofball. Like, other people would do that, and they would come off like jerks. Yep. Like, not like mean jerks, but just like, what, this fucking clown. Yep. He is, like, so endearing. It's so much fun. I, I really enjoy these two together, and yep. I think the tag division in both NXT and now on Raw. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think they a... can. I think it can use a team like this. Yep. That's all. Well, I think. Fun. I think it just used people with um, with uh, stories and, and and like promos. You know. Yeah. That's all. Not not just coming out and talking on commentary, but like having some backstage segments uh, where they're talking and cutting promos on each other back and forth. And I feel like Gable can do that. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, Balor promo. It's a Balor promo. Hey, <laughs> hey, Balor! Congratulations on winning the title, on retaining. But now you have to defend it. What? Hey, Devin! What the fuck are you talking about? No shit. <laughs> that was just like, what? What happened here? I don't know. Devin, please. Devin. So, Devin, we love you so much. He's gonna be teaming with Joe in the tournament. I hope Joe turns heel. Me too. And this is the next feud. Yes. God damn, that would be sick. That would be if, so much fun. If Balor goes for his like corner dropkick or like that blasting dropkick, and Joe interrupts it, just catches him and hits like that corner STO, fucking kills him, and then chokes him out. He's the fucking. Ch- he's the man. He's the champ. Yeah. Samoa Joe. He looks like this guy. He. He's a big dude. He's yeah. a scary looking guy. But at the same time, as a professional wrestler, he looks unassuming because he's not. Huge buff steroids, no, whatever. He is in incredible physical shape. He can go like crazy. I'm so excited to see him feud with these people. It's gonna be, it's gonna be incredible. I hope Joe kills Balor, and they have a program. It it would be the best thing they could do right now. Yep, because Joe could get heel heat like a motherfucker. I I mean, I only know Samoa Joe as a heel. This is the first time I've ever seen him really be a face. Yep. I mean, I think except for the one time we he wrestled uh, Super Dragon once, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That we watched. Yeah, we've we've seen that match a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was, I think, the only other time where it was just like in in the Indies. It, there's really no. It's no it's need just going for, for it. Yeah. Hill, but it was like he was kind of the face because Super Dragon's never. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know. But man, I just love that he's there and he's just so ferocious. It's insane. So they have a they are teaming with each other in this tournament. I don't remember who they're against. I'll have to find the the bracket. Mm. Um, I'm afraid I'm going to see spoilers if I find the bracket, though. So I don't want to look for it. Oh, yeah. Good Eva idea. Marie versus Billy Kay. Eva Marie misses a kick out. The whole crowd lets her know it. Slice bread number two, the end. I, there's all these dirt sheet rumors about WWE wants her to be the next women's champion and all this stuff. I believe that people are putting out false rumors and all this stuff just to get people upset mm-hmm. because, god damn, it's working. Everyone is every time you bring up like they want her to be the face of the divas division. They're gonna have her beat Bailey and be like the face of women's NXT. I hope so. It, hey, hey, I think that somebody is feeding like these fake rumors out there, and it's just making people fucking climb walls. I hope so. It's great, Brian. Do you have any inside scoops? Oh yeah, she is like on a fast track to the to the women's championship in uh, NXT. She's gonna revolutionize it. That's the divas uh, re revolution. Whoa, bro, guys, you heard it here first. The, the first. This is. A new inside scoops. Z. There is a new Divas Revolution. The Divas Re Revolution. Yeah. Red Revolution. Wow! That was fucking loud. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I read everything. Brian? Yep. So proud of you. For having all your inside scoops, it's, it's guys, you heard it here first. The belt's going on her. The belt's going on her. Get ready for it. Y'all ready for this? Hype <laughs> uh, Bros, Cass and Enzo post match promo about how they're gonna go party. I don't know what's wrong with Mojo Rally, but he's fucked up. Uh, he's got some problems. J. Joe and Gable against Crow and Neville. Gable is incredibly talented. Man. There's a near countout spot on Crow. Uh, Gable and Jordan are just dominant. Like, they just beat the shit out of Solomon Crow until uh, Neville comes in and gets a hot tag. This is something I wanted to point out watching this. Neville is incredibly fluid. He's strong as fuck. He can flip and all this stuff. 
Jason Jordan, I thought, kept up with him at every turn. Oh, yeah. Like, made Neville look incredible, even though Neville already looks incredible. Jason Jordan made him look awesome. Yeah. And Jason Jordan looked incredibly impressive himself. Those, like, the way he moves, his body control, his strength, his size, and his speed, he is fun to watch. I agree. That's all. I think this match was a uh, was a really good match for uh, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, even to a much lesser extent, Crow, mm-hmm. um, but especially J. Joe, Ty, uh, or not Ty Dell, sorry, J. Joe and um, uh, Better Days. I know, right? And, uh, Gable. and Gable uh-huh. and Neville. It, they all looked good. Yep. They all looked incredible. They all ha- like kept up with each other. I thought there was just great chemistry here from four guys who can just go. And, and I really appreciate the build that they had. The commentating team um, really developed the story on those three guys mm-hmm. really, really well. Mm-hmm. I think Solomon Crow's kind of in flux back and forth. I, mean, uh, I, I agree. I, I think they just don't know what to do with him right now. But, but like, Gable and Jordan got legitimate pushes from the commentating team, talking about yep. their collegiate background, talking mm-hmm. about how they're athletes, talking about, like, what makes them impressive. And that's one of the things, and I mention this probably every week yep. about NXT, that's one of the things I love about NXT. Yep. They give you substance to every match, and they aren't just talking about, oh, the Night of Champions, John Cena's going to be facing Seth Rollins for the U.S. Championship during a match with Bo Dallas and yep. whoever. Yeah. Like, talk about the match. Talk about the people in it. You yep. don't have to call every spot, but mm-hmm. give me some background. Uh, somebody in the chat, uh, Ryan, Dr. Ryan, actually says, Chad Gable needs a truncated name uh, to go with J. Joe, like Tidell. I think we call him Chable. Brian, how do you feel about Chable? <laughs> Sounds like a fucked up disease. <laughs> J. Joe and Chable. There we go. Old Chables. Old Chables. J. Joe and Chables. Or Chaga. <laughs> I, okay. Hey, guys. You got to let us know. You got to tweet at us at Go Home Show. Uh, let us know. Do you, like, do you like Chables or do you like Chaga? J. Joe and Chables? Or J. Joe and Chaga, because we will call them this. So, just say Gable, lol. No. Nope. Fuck you. Fuck you. Chable? Or G- <laughs> Brian, do you have any inside scoops of regarding this name? <laughs> I think we have to call him Chaga because that's goddamn cracking me up. Chaga, Chaga is awful. <laughs> I heard Chad Gable likes Chaga. Wow, that's the scoop that Scoops. I just got. I got it in my ear. Incredible, incredible. <laughs> uh, there's a red arrow tease. Chaga pulls Chicho out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome. It's so dumb. Glass Chaga Chaga Choo Choo. He's gonna run a train on you. Oh my. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. Uh, Oh shit. uh, Neville hits a top rope moonsault to the outside. Crow hits a dive. Um, Neville springboards back into the inside. J. Joe catches him. Looks fucking great. Crow tags in on uh, Neville, who's doing a lot of the work. And then uh, Jordan has a bunch of power bomb throughs into uh, belly to belly, and then they hit Grand Amplitude, which looks fucking incredible. Grand Amplitude is a cool looking move. Yeah. Um, any other notes? Uh, no, man. Just I really like NXT, even though there are certain things about it mm-hmm. that I feel could be booked better. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's what I wish Raw would be formatted like. Yeah. yeah. Because it's more substance well, you, and less fluff. I, I get. I get that you have filler matches and squash matches. You're introducing new characters. That's the way it goes. And you're always going to have that with NXT. It's an hour-long show, and you have new people to bring yeah. in all the time because as as much as they don't, you know, as much as they're like, it's its own brand, it's developmental. This yeah. is where people go for development, mm-hmm. and you're always going to have to introduce new characters doing new things and new shit like that. That's the way... That's the way it is. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but on a whole, I feel like I still tune in, and it being an hour long is really great. It's the Perfect. Op- the opposite of three-hour Raw, yep. which we're getting into. Um, it's the Labor Dave edition of uh, Raw. It's like it's like a Dave in your eye. Mm-hmm. It's a Rollins promo. 
Uh, and it's the first 25 minutes of Raw, again, dedicated to Seth Rollins. I have no problem with that. I wish it was dedicated to a Seth Rollins match. And maybe not, maybe not just Seth Rollins' promo. He goes out there. He's not cutting a bad promo. I think... I saw people online complaining about this crowd. Fuck that. Complain about Raw. Because they chanted boring twice, and I agreed both times. Yeah. It was a 25-minute promo they could have done in 10. It really... Not, I, it, honestly, I think he was out in the ring for about 10 minutes, and then he went backstage, and they had the Triple H stuff, and that was commercial and, like, another, like, six or seven. Like, these things happened, and they're just long. They're mm-hmm. just long. And, like, when you want to start the show and, like, you're hot, and a guy just comes out and talks, I get it. And he... and. He's not given the best shit to say, man, it sounds so scripted. Yeah. Like, it really sounds so scripted. And that's, it's not a, again, it's not a bad promo. It's just that none of it felt authentic, and he was just kind of, I don't want to say prattling on, but, like, words were just said, and no weight was given to any of them. Absolutely. And the crowd just went, ugh, boring, and they were right. And I don't like a boring chant, but, like, Come the fuck on. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, yeah. Raw is coming to San Diego in October. I want to go, and I also, like, don't... It'll, that'll uh, be, what, six hours? No, no, it start, it's only three. Well, it's three hours of Raw, but you know they do superstars, right? Uh, Do they? I thought they did it before SmackDown. They do... Because it's three hours... And? Yeah, I thought, I thought they did a lot before SmackDown, because Raw is, like... I don't even know if they do main event anymore. Um, I think oh they yeah, do. I, I think we they just, do main event. I don't know if they do superstars. Just, Maybe there's like a dark match, but there's not much. So okay, whatever. I mean, we'll see. But I'm kind of back and forth. I want to go, but also like, yeah. so whatever. Well, I mean, we have to watch Raw anyway. Yep. Um, Might as well go. He talks about. He talks. Rollins is out there. He talks about the statue. This promo is so long it could have gone no minutes and it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he says the statue deserves to be in this ring. It deserves to be on this ramp. These people deserve to see the statue on the ramp. I agree. Where the fuck is the statue? Hey, it's Sting. Or it's a picture of Sting. Uh, on the Titan Tron. And then there's the statue. Sting has mind. the statue in a scary, undisclosed location. Spooky. Um, he feather dusts the statue and then disappears. Okay. Very, ah! very, very different from the Sting we saw last week. Incredibly different from Very the Sting. Very weird. And I, I I have no problem with that because the Sting we saw last week was boring as fuck. Yeah, this this Sting was actually kind of interesting. Yeah, it's fun. He's it, fun. Is He's this how Sting was in mm-hmm. WCW? Uh, not not so goofy, but yeah. Okay. Like, he had personality. That's cool. Um, Sheamus comes out. It's a shameful thing because uh, Sheamus is here. Yeah, it, I don't get it. I was upset when this happened, and I started telling Brian, Brian, I don't understand why this is happening. This is only going to make Seth Rollins, who is supposed to be the heel, look like the face. This whole night of Raw was just scrambled and stupid. Wacky as shit. Um, so he comes out. Sheamus comes out, and he says, "Do you know how stupid you sound?" And before Seth Rollins said his next line, I said, "Do you know how stupid you look?" And then Seth Rollins said, "Do you know how stupid you look?" And then I threw my notebook across the room because fuck you. Again, how does that get Rollins over as a heel? It doesn't. But wait, more things happen that don't make any goddamn sense with Rollin as a heel. Like what? After this god-awful promo, it's not even bad. It's just, like, nonsense. Mm -hmm. And it's 15 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Sheamus says, hey, I'm gonna, maybe I'll cash in. Which which, Which makes sense. He should be teasing a cash in. And it would make sense to cash it in against the guy who has two matches. Yeah. That's all. They go away. Rollins is backstage with Stephanie. He says, where's Poochie? What's Poochie doing? She says, hang on, I have a plan. And he says, right, but I need Poochie's plan. Yeah. And then there's Poochie. He has a plan. Poochie has a plan. And he says, you're going to wrestle twice tonight. Great plan, Poochie. The plan for getting the heel. He's a heel. Right. The heel faction said, you're going to wrestle twice tonight. That's not... that. That's overcoming the odds. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. If he wins... Which he didn't. Showing effectively that he's a nerd. So, Stephanie know. says that her plan, which was just pushed to the side, was go find the statue. 
but no one wanted to listen to her. They wanted to listen to Poochie. Again, how is Rollins the heel? Whatever. Paige versus Sasha. It goes about eight minutes. We timed it. About an eight-minute match. Um, Sasha hits the double knees. There's a team shot by Tamina. I like that. Yeah. Paige pulled uh, Sasha off the top. That looked good. The rampage gets blocked. Sasha rolls to the outside. Uh, Paige hits an apron cannonball to Tamina. There's a wheelbarrow suplex that looked great yeah. on the inside. Um, Paige goes for the PTO. Naomi slides in, gets way into the ring, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. The ref gets all like, oh, wait, wait a second. Oh. And uh, that leads Sasha to uh, roll Paige up into an inside cradle. Uh, distraction roll-up number one for the night. And uh, Sasha gets the pin, and again, in about eight minutes. Not a bad match. Not a great match. Nope serviceable and it was fine fine. but if we're going to keep calling it a divas revolution crazy shit needs to happen that really push that it's the divas revolution so what i was saying to eric was hopefully that this is the start of discontent between all of the people in the divas revolution that hopefully this builds a page and uh sasha feud because neither of them have a match at night of champions yeah that'll probably that'll probably be the other match yeah Um, so we'll see we will see uh Edges need to get snatched. Coming coming up after the break, it's Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose against nobody. And then here's the Ascension against Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Um, Who cares? They have a a six-person, like the Wyatts, against against Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and question mark. Originally, it was a Baron Corbin thing, and everyone's like, Baron Corbin's coming up. This is... It was so fucking stupid. This week, it's Tyson (laughs) Kidd. No, because he is not coming back. Not anytime soon. He is near paralyzed. He's not wrestling this weekend or uh-huh. next weekend uh-uh. or probably for the ever, like next couple of years. I mean, hey, Tyson Kidd, again, you don't. You don't have I mean, to come you back. You don't have to come back. Uh, so Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose against the Ascension. There's a suicide dive and a drop kick and a drive-by drop kick. Uh, capture back suplex that Roman Reigns really likes doing. The ten clotheslines in the corner that Victor makes look really, really good. Um, Superman punch. The doomsday device that looked like the softest doomsday device I've ever it seen. So, it was so lackluster. It, it was so like, okay, uh, uh, go. Uh, uh, it was dumb. It was very funny. And then uh, Dirty Spear and Dirty Deeds. Everybody started yelling Dirty Deeds when he was going for Dirty Deeds. I liked it. It was kind of like a 3D thing. Yeah. I hope people make it a thing. I like that. Yeah. It was different. The one thing this crowd did well. Yep. The Ascension are nerds. They suck. Post-match Wyatt promo. Hey, you fuckers, you're dead. We're gonna fucking kill you, fuckers. They suck. That's it. I don't like them. The worst Ryback promo is up next. He is reading off a cue card. He's apparently just a- uh, arrived in his Ryback car, hopped out in his gear and his Kmart t-shirt, yeah. and starts reading off a cue card to nobody. Yeah, he's Ryback stage. Ho- I'm in hell. He's Ryback stage. I wrote. Cool man. So there's a Ryback stage promo. Uh, Kevin Owens interrupts and he's eating an apple and he says, "Don't bite off more than you can chew." And then he spits in the face of people. No, he does not. Oh. He just eats the apple and walks away. Damn. Uh, summertime sadness. TMZ Ziggler Lana Rusev Whoa, summer promo. Bullshit. It was TMZ. I don't even hate that they did this. It was just goofy as fuck. And, like, I feel like we saw it twice, and it was like, I don't... We did see it twice. Okay. We fast-forwarded through the second time. Yeah, we did. Um, so it was just kind of like... Nothing. It was fine. Why? Uh, yeah. Yep. Ryback versus Rollins. Uh, Ryback gives a kid to hold the IC Championship. That was really cool. That was a very cool face thing to do. hmm He should keep doing that, because that was very great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a sign that says, why is your hair so wet? a good sign. Yep. Rollins plays the chicken heel. He runs to the outside. There's a delayed uh, vertical suplex and a gorilla press. Uh, Dive to the outside gets caught. Or, I'm sorry, I don't even think it was a dive to the outside. Oh, no, it was. A dive to the outside, uh, Rollins gets caught, and then Ryback gets pushed into a post and then gets pushed into the steps. Um, There's, like, three powerbomb throughs. It's like lift for a powerbomb, lift for a powerbomb, and then finally a powerbomb. Yeah. So I didn't even hate it. Um, it was, I thought that was cool. This, God bless Seth Rollins. Yeah. Because he made this Ryback match good. Absolutely. He, he made Ryback look like a star. He 
played his character really well. Rollins is, like, legitimately one of the best. Absolutely. Um, Ryback misses his uh, splash, which I believe was called Flyback. That's not something that we just made up. I'm pretty sure Byron Saxton called it that. Really? Pretty sure. Wow. Rollins dives. There's a count-out tease, then another dive. I, Rollins is the face, and he's wrestling a faster-paced, more exciting match than Ryback. Yeah, well, they're going to have a match tonight at Champions. It makes no sense. I hope that... Uh, Ryback keeps slowing it down, and Rollins keeps picking up the pace. That's all. I just want Rollins to hold all the titles. <laughs> That's all I want. Spine Buster, Meat Hook, and then a Sting Titan Tron. So, he's distracted, uh-huh. and then rolled up, and Rollins loses with the distraction and roll-up. Distraction and roll-up number two. How is Rollins champion. How is Rollins the heel? In what way? Explain it to me. How he was a heel here. That's all. There you go. Uh, post-match, Sting on a Titan Tron, he puts a mask on the statue, which makes Rollins really mad. Why? You can just take this... Just go find the statue and take the mask off. It would have made me way more pissed if he, like, painted all over it. Yeah. Or maybe actually put a faceplate on the U.S. Championship. <laughs> what the fuck was with that? It's got a spot for a name. And that's it. And that's it. It's in the shape and that's it. Weird. Um, Rollins with the New Day backstage. Uh, Xavier Woods now has the trombone all the time. Unfortunately, he has to carry that on the planes and in a car and all that stuff. Bummer. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry, He Woods. plays the Final Fantasy. Fanfare. It's great. What a goddamn nerd. You nerd! It's over 9,000! That's a meme. There you go, guys. Hey, scoop. Scoop. Oh, meme scoop! Guys, scoops. 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 Scoops, everyone shut the fuck up. Tim, shut the fuck up. Go. Xavier Woods is gonna teach Kofi Kingston to do a spirit bomb. Whoa! Guys, you heard it here first. Please give Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods your energy, putting your hands in the air. A la Goku versus Frieza. Getting one more. Hang on, guys. Shut the fuck up. Randall, goddamn motherfucker. I'm talking to you, Randall Kennedy Orton. Here we go. Piece of shit. Listen. Scoops. Biggie, three wasn't enough. He needed five. But Biggie is going to push it to KO Ken times ten. Which you shouldn't do. No. You should never go over five. No. Guys. That's what Masaroshi said. These are very exclusive scoops that you're only going to get here on the Go Home Show. You think Dave Meltzer knows what a Dragon Ball Z is? Do you think he even has a... Do you know... No Shenlong knowledge. He, none. He Z- none. Zero. Z- literally zero. The next time you see Dave Meltzer, I want you guys to tweet at Dave Meltzer. What do you know about Shenlong? <laughs> what the fuck you know about Shenlong? Steroids. Dragon Balls. <laughs> So, this was the best segment this, of the night. This, by, by the way, was the best segment of the night uh, because everything the New Day does is great. Uh, there is a... So they play the fanfare. Rollins is very upset and he's saying things aren't getting to him. He's very upset. It's great. Edge and Christian are there. They bring up, hey, remember when you were going to paralyze me like last year and then you didn't? Hey, let's fucking finish the fight. Yeah. And then New Day says, hey, we are going to have trombones versus kazoos. This is a, this is a music off. Um, so they play a song. And then Edge and Christian have kazoos, and they play New Day Sucks. Uh-huh. And then Biggie Langston takes the kazoo and eats it. <laughs> the Dudleys show up. They say that next week it's going to be primetime players against the New Day. Whoever wins will face the Dudleys, so it's going to be the Dudleys against the New Day at Night of Champions, Absolutely. I assume. Absolutely. Um, Edge and Christian are great. Always. New Day are great. Yep. This promo is great. Mm-hmm. Goddamn right. Loved it. I love everything. New Day has gone that full circle like... Oh, absolutely. Hey, you guys were heels and you... Or you guys were faces and you couldn't get over and then everyone booed you and now you are the most entertaining part of the show. Absolutely. They they are so... Like, Biggie dancing, Kofi being such a goofy motherfucker, and Xavier Woods never shutting up and playing a trombone. Perfect. I, Fucking perfect. I love the tag division because I feel like the people like New Day and PTP... Mm-hmm. And I, will, and, I, and I would say probably the Dudley Boys as well. It mm-hmm. feels like... If they're not playing characters that they are making up themselves, yep. they're playing characters that are written for their strengths. Yep. And that is what makes 
all of this so much fun. There you go. There you go. Uh, next, we get Summertime Sadness live in the ring. Yeah. Summer is very sad. She was seduced, and she wants to apologize to Ruru. Ruru comes down to the ring, and he says he does not blame her. Mm-hmm. She's very courageous. By she, she is. The courage it takes. The courage. Absolutely. Um, courage. She is very courageous. She is, um, it, she is not to blame. Neither is Lana, because she is fed uh, ter- uh, terrible American lies by the skinny American Dolph Ziggler. Um, he, Rusev uh, knows that uh, Lana is not here, and she's not home. Uh, he didn't say excuse with a broken wrist. She's home with a broken heart. And Dolph Ziggler should. Uh, Dolph Ziggler comes out. He has a Ziggler option, and Rusev says, "What are you doing here? You Thanks should not be you. here confronting me. Yeah. You should be home, uh, bringing uh, Lana, giving Lana flowers, like just sitting apparently next to her bed, going, "Hey, you're not here's a. Do you want a flower? Here, here. Do you?" You want a flower? Just one by one. Did you like another flower? Should be doing that. Yeah. Instead, Ziggler is there super kicking Rusev. He's here to show the world. The crowd chants boring during this segment. They are not wrong. No. Until until Rusev comes out, who is the best. I love Rusev. He's, he's, he's again, fun. gone full circle. Orton versus Sheamus. My note here is, oh my god, no. I, I, we, we skipped it. We I, skipped it. I, I almost threw my book. I almost threw my book in this segment. There, I, Michael Cole calls this the rubber match. Fuck you. The rubber of what? Fuck you. Of the last two? Fuck you. Go to hell. Fuck you. There's a missed broke kick, a roll-up where Randy Orton kicks out and then delivers an RKO. Sheamus again made to look like a fucking nerd. Well, no, he's going to cash in at Night of Champions. The Wyatts surround Orton. Orton is the third guy. That's going to team with Ambrose in Reigns. No, please. Hey, at least it's not Rowan. I guess. Whatever. I mean, none of that is good, but... He he takes the worst-looking chokeout. That chokeout... That chokeout is... That Braun Strowman does. He does it for four seconds. He does it in a way that doesn't look like he's choking anyone out. But that powerbomb cutter that he does looks that sick. That looks sick. Just use that. Either that or the chokeout needs to be like the guy flails for a good yep. 10 seconds mm-hmm. and like kind of fights, 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 and then literally just slowly the, yep. d- like diminishes. Yep. Uh, Dudley's versus Los Matadores. Uh, the Matadores are mad at Torito. They slap him. They eat a 3D. Post-match, they kick the little bull. Aww. The Dudleys are very upset about this and uh, powerbomb one of the Matadores through a table. Uh, I don't think this... Ma- people are going, well, what does this mean for the Matadores? I think it means nothing, and they just need an excuse to put someone through a table. Yeah. The end. Bubba got the tables this time. Yep, he did. Uh, Cesaro versus The Miz. Cesaro's in control, hitting uppercuts all over the place. There's a barricade uppercut with a hat on, and Michael Cole says, uh, who says this guy doesn't have charisma? You. You! 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 Vince McMahon and you. The, you, the two people. Fuck you. Show shows up. Miz runs away. Uh, Cesaro's selling the ribs on the outside. There's a double count out, I guess. Um, and then uh, Big Show and Miz, I guess, are feuding still. And uh, for some reason, the Big Show punches Cesaro on his way out. So Show was a face for a minute and then a heel to end it. Just if you're keeping track at home. Nikki comes out and cuts a promo with, the, uh, with her fellow Bellas. Her fellas. She brings up the honkometer and she says, "Here we are. Next week, I will have my, I will be the longest reigning champion." Uh, Charlotte and PCB interrupts, and she said that next week the authority says that uh, she's going to have her match. Doesn't have to wait for Night of Champions. So, who wins? Call it Charlotte. I'm going to say Nikki. There you have it. That's all. Who cares? Cena versus the Cena versus the primetime players. Cena in the Usos against Rollins in the New Day. Yeah, what? PTP is the new Usos. <laughs> Brian said that as we watched this. He just went, "Yeah, I think the primetime players are the new Usos." Holy shit! That is absolutely right. Millions of dollars. God damn. Hey guys, you remember when you had personality? Bye. Uh, Chief J Trombone. Thank you, JBL. The, sto- the best part. The of stomps and drop kicks to the trombone. The bop, 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 I love it. Drop kick, perfect, 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 perfect. Love it. John Cena gets beat down the whole match. John Cena gets beat down the whole match. 
John Cena takes all of the punishment in this match. Like 100% of the offense by the heels is on John Cena. He hot tags Titus O'Neil. Everyone gets into it. The match essentially just breaks down. Uh, Darren Young does the apron backdrop, which is such a great move. It's so cool. Uh, Titus O'Neil does his big spots and all that stuff. John Cena hits an AA on Kofi, one, two, three. I mean, did you really... Anything that you wanted to say about this match? Uh, uh, so Rollins is going to win both of his matches at Night of Yes, Champions. yes. And uh, Sheamus is going to tease... Mm-hmm. And he's either going to he's either going to tease mm-hmm. and be like ah not today fella, or he's going to cash in and be non successful because they're not going to give him the world heavyweight championship. I don't think he can right now. Um, at, w- at all. Oh hey, somebody pointed out in the chat the gut check on the outside was sick. Darren Young goes that around to the outside. Right. Xavier Woods is up on the apron yelling. He gets pulled down by one leg and eats a gut check to the floor. That, that looked cool. That looked really, really, really great. Mm-hmm. That was very cool. And we should not have glossed over that spot because it looked great. Post-match, Rollins is in the ring. He's lost both his matches now tonight. Sting, or a picture of Sting, comes up on the Titantron. And uh, he says, oh, you didn't find me. Lights? Somebody turns on the light. A PA standing to the outside goes, ha, you got a boss, and flips on the lights. There's a garbage truck. Sting pushes the um, statue. pushes the statue Teeters. into the gar- in, into the garbage truck. It goes into the garbage truck. He hits the lever, crunch, 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 and then he gets on the side of the garbage truck and flies away. Woo! And and then Rollins is very upset and throws a little tantrum. And I don't blame him because there goes your statue. Yeah, where's Poochie? Where's Poochie? What's Poochie doing? We only saw Poochie one time. More Poochie. More Poochie. Thank God. We only Raw saw Triple is H Poochie. one time. Raw is Poochie. Raw is Poochie. Brian. Yes. We did it. Yep. We don't have time for emails. I'm very sorry. Sorry but about we did, that. We did get a trios uh, write-up. Thank you very much. And uh, we also got a question about, uh, I think somebody said, this Ziggler fucking Rusev oh, thing yeah. just has to end. Please. So does Sheamus and Orton. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Ugh. Brian. Yeah. Are there any scoops before we get into to final things? Um, are you waiting for new scoops to I'm come waiting, in until I'm the very? You're waiting, you're waiting yeah. for a new scoop. Uh, okay, there, cool. There are mild ones. I can okay. tell you some minor ones. No, no, Brian, you gotta say this is big, this is big scoops only, man. Okay, are you kidding me? Yeah. So, guys, we did it. Episode seventy six of the Go Home Show. It's in the books. If you guys want to hit us up, uh, let us know if you want Chables or uh, what? What was it? Ch- Ch- Chaga. Chaga. Chago or Chable. Um, let us know. Tweet at us at Go Home Show. Email Go Home Show at make sixty four dot com. On Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow. Uh, hit us up on iTunes. Let us know. Hey, leave us a five-star rating on iTunes and say, wow, these guys have more scoops than Meltzer. Because people go, ooh, because we do. We do have more scoops than Meltzer. Dave. Dave. You son of a bitch. Guys, we did it. Episode 76 of the Go Home Show. Boom. In the books. Brian. Whoa. There are any final thoughts that you have for these folks? I just got a big scoop in. Whoa, guys! Listen, guys, big I scoops. Gotta, I gotta spit. I gotta spit this one out real quick. Cause guess what? What I heard right now. Mm-hmm. John Cena. Uh huh. Is coming over to my house. Uh huh. To negotiate being on the go home show. Wait, he's gonna be at your house? He's gonna be at my house. You shouldn't be here if he's gonna be at your house. That's right. I need to go home. <laughs>